This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau, the voice of agriculture. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. It looks like the U.S.-Mexico tariff dispute will come to a crescendo over the weekend. No formal agreement has been announced to avoid a 5% tariff on Mexican goods coming into the U.S., A notice to impose the tariffs could come soon, and President Donald Trump could decide to block it over the weekend. The commander-in-chief took to Twitter this afternoon to say there is a good chance the administration will make a deal with Mexico. If not, the tariffs will take effect on Monday. Stay tuned to AgriPulse for more updates on the talks. The ag provisions in the recently passed and assigned disaster bill will have a speedy implementation process. Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue says many of the programs have already been stood up by the department. The good news, uh, unfortunately, is that we were already implemented the WHIP program in 2017, which was a wildfire, hurricane, the indemnity program. We've got a base of principles upon which to act. We will enable us to move very quickly, getting these programs and plans out uh, uh, sooner rather than later, getting boots on the ground to help uh, recover the people in the timber industry, the ag industry that uh, have been impacted by this disaster. Speaking to reporters today in Florida, Purdue did acknowledge a potential issue or two in the new law. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm from Georgia. We understand the value of timber as a crop, although it has a you know, 15 to 30 year uh, crop cycle, but it is a crop. That's the way uh, many people, uh, homeowners and landowners, have put their kids through college. That's their retirement. And so in agriculture, we treat timber as a crop as well. But it's not a standard safety net crop that USDA deals with on a regular basis. So those will be some of the challenges. Purdue says this implementation will move even more quickly than did the last one. But by and large, the framework that we used in the, in the previous disaster bill will serve us very well overall going forward. Only one other addition that doesn't affect the southeast too much is the prevented plant issue that's going across the Midwest where the flooding has occurred and farmers can't get in the field to even plant a crop. That's also a provision. That'll be, that's an addition that we'll have to deal with. But by and large, we'll be able to do this much faster. We were, we were expeditious last year in getting that one out. I was very proud of the USDA team and how quickly they did that. We'll be even more, quick, even more quickly this time. The disaster bill also includes new language on prevented planting acres as well as assistance for producers who lost grain bins and stored grain in flooding earlier this year. A week ago, the Environmental Protection Agency went ahead with action to allow summer sales of E15. But how many consumers will buy it? AgriPulse's Ben Nully takes a look. An ethanol economist is optimistic about demand increasing for E15 gasoline now that a rule allows it to be sold year-round, but says there are still some obstacles to overcome. Scott Richmond is chief economist at the Renewable Fuels Association, He says one of those obstacles is available infrastructure to sell the product. With E15 only being in about 1.5% of stations that are out there, there's a lot of stations that with very little effort can be switched over to offer uh, E15. There are stations that are being remodeled all the time. Those can be made to offer E15. And then there are a lot of stations where their underground storage tanks are completely compatible with E15. It's just a question of some moderate uh, changes to what they do. According to the Department of Energy, E15 is currently sold at more than 1,700 stations in 30 states. The Environmental Protection Agency's final rule allowing E15 sales year-round is set to be published in the Federal Register Monday. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. 
Speaking of biofuels, a bipartisan contingent of more than 20 House members are calling for an immediate extension of the biodiesel tax credit. In a letter addressed to House leaders today, they say the credit has lapsed for more than 15 months and failure to extend it jeopardizes environmental and public health benefits. They say the future of the industry is also at stake. An effort to provide a five-year extension fell flat at the end of last year, and supportive lawmakers have yet to secure a shorter extension. That's all for today's Drive Time, brought to you by the American Farm Bureau, the voice of agriculture. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.